Okay, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Make sure the body's relaxed. Perceiving this Jack character, that you're perceiving concepts that Saturday morning, that you're perceiving just physical phenomena in front of you. perceiving of your body, just where it's being noticed. Is it comfortable? Is there any pain? Just a soft perceiving with no judgment, no like-dislike, just perceiving itself. Perceive the thought that it's possible to imagine that you are that body, that that is all of you. Can that be noticed, that that can run? The idea that you are that body. So is that perceiving mechanism independent to the one that you can imagine yourself to be? Is the perceiving done by me? Or can you trace perceiving from someplace a little bit deeper than the idea of you? Sure, you can say, yeah, I'm the one who's perceiving the body, I'm the one perceiving. But you can also recognize that, hmm, perceiving, perceiving can see that this, there's a me character. Perceiving happens automatically. It's an aspect of consciousness. It's what it does. One of the things that it does. When the mind gets a hold of that action, it puts on labels in order to help us to function. So then there's me perceiving you, or me perceiving rain outside. 
So mind turns it into the story. And that can be there because that's mind's job. But there's perceiving without the labels. Recognize that. It's more subtle, it's softer, but it's just perceiving. Maybe it has that alertness that we were talking about last night a little bit. Just perceiving. And mind would have to get involved to say who's perceiving what. It's just perceiving itself. you found the difference between identified thought and a function of pure consciousness. And so letting your attention be where perceiving happens is a pretty good pointer. Because from there, when there's perceiving, the functioning mind can do something in label and perceive shoes outside of the shelf. But actually perceiving is in your awareness. And then the mind's story part for functioning is almost in front of that. It's like layered on top of that perception. Putting another layer, just making it more complex so that we can function as a species. That's all, that's all it is. Stay with perceiving. Just, just perceiving. There's no judgment there, there's no right or wrong there, it's just perceiving. It's just a verb, it's just something that happens. And okay, you know, we can go much deeper and say, all right, so perceiving actually happens within time and space. Sure, sure, we can pull away time and space and then even perceiving falls away. But as part of the body-mind mechanism, while there's a body waking up every morning, perceiving isn't a better place for it to function from. And there's just, just perceiving, there's no identification. So if that works for you, use it. It's very useful. If you can really feel the split between mind doing it, something is being perceived and there's a story about it, and just perceiving. Just the verb, just perceiving. without any labels at all. That's what's missing. It's perceiving without any label. Just perceiving. It's just a natural functioning.
Drop your hand if what I'm talking about is gobbledygook. No, it's fine, Peter. We'll go, we'll, we'll go with you. Is there anybody who finds that this just makes no sense, that they can't find the difference between the two? Great. Okay, Peter, let's start. Good morning. We're very close. <laughs> let's, let's drop the puck. Drop the what? The puck. The puck. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, we're there again. Okay. <laughs> and off it goes. Off it goes. Yes. So, just perceiving. Can you hear? Sorry, everybody. Oh, just okay. perceiving your, just perceiving your, as as I was just perceiving. So I notice your lips. So, and then you said, "Well, <coughs> drop the labeling," but that's all right. So, so because what I wanted to say was, because first there's labeling. So I'm, so there's just perceiving. Just perceiving. say the words, then I lose the awareness a little. Yes. So, it's almost like I have to, it's definitely like I have to stop talking, and it's, and it's, it's like I have to start at the beginning and do the steps. And the beginning is the beginning me is perceiving a label. Something. Yeah. A label. Me right. perceiving mm. something. Mm. So this is great. Me perceiving something and this is my day. I perceive something, I label it, I step back. I relax. And I step back further. Okay. <laughs> and in that place, in inverted commas, yeah. that's what's natural. Yes. And what you haven't seen yet is that the place that you're calling the start is actually a few layers on top of what is natural before you realize it. That has come in before you recognize it, because you're recognizing it as the start, but it's like 
You've left what's natural and set that up and then you're perceiving it. Okay. At that point, it's the start. Of course, it's the start, but it's like all this has happened and something was just asleep. Didn't notice it being set up. Okay. So it goes like that. For a phase, we're like, whoa, I don't know what, I don't know what, what happened, but yeah, I'm labeling and I got to step back. And the next phase, for most people it goes like this, that the next phase is like, what made me go to the start line? Where, where, how was there such hypnosis there? What the heck was that? <coughs> what are the triggers? Or do I wake up in the morning and I'm already there? Has my mind done it, what I was coming to in the morning? You've got to figure out what is it that gets you to that start line because something is asleep there. Yeah. You've got the other part. You've got the other part. Stepping back, seeing it, dropping the labels. Okay. And you're relaxed and you know that to go deeper you've got to be quiet. You know, because words stop you. And words will pull you towards the labeling and so you know to, to drop deeper you've got to be quiet. Because words are about that. Words are to help us to function in that labelling place, you see? When you get really good at it, the words won't, won't pull you out of the quietness. They actually won't. But it's like learn, tra- learning a new muscle, you know? You can't jump four foot until you can jump two foot first, you know? So... In order to... You just said to me, check out what has pulled you into the labeling. Mm. What really helps is to relax. Yes. And it's, it's like, as soon as I relax, I don't even want to go into the labeling. I don't need to go into the labeling. Beautiful. It's so it's so easy for me not to be relaxed, if you know what I mean. Uh, like maybe it's habitual. A, that's that's that word from last night. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's very habitual. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Your practice is to relax. Huh? Yeah, thank you very much. That first word you said last night, the first word you said today, you know, I, I know that's, that's my practice to relax. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm not relaxed because I'm not relaxed because if we drop, if the referee drops a puck right now, yes. if the referee drops a puck right now, yes. I have to be ready. Uh-huh. I have to be ready. Uh-huh. To, am I going to pull it back? Am I going to put it forward? I've worked this out with my winger already. He's going to go. I'm shooting it forward. We talked on the bench before we got on the ice. Now, if my son is next to me, if my son is my right winger, we don't have to talk. Okay. He knows whether I'm putting it forward, whether I'm pulling it back. And he will be right there. Okay. The puck will go right to his stick. And it has all happened. It has all happened quite 
effortlessly. It's just very, uh -huh. it's just smooth. Uh-huh. So. Can you be relaxed on the pitch? It's, I'm so glad you asked. It's happening more and more and more and more. Like, that's been my ambition, is to not be so aggressive out there, not be so violent out there, and be just as effective. And, of course, I end up being, like, more effective. Like uh -huh. I, just, I just, like, Gretzky, I just flow around the back of the net, put the puck up in the left-hand corner, it's just, it's a breeze. It's a breeze, and, you know, they all, they all come to me and say, where'd you get that from, you know? Uh -huh. So, yeah, it's to relax, even, like... I, I want to put this down because, you know, just even like right here, it's just, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, right there. See, there was that, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> just, yeah, that whole habitual, um, straighten up. You don't wear brown shoes with black socks and, or whatever, you know. The, yes, yes. The, the conditioning the and the rigidity. The rigidity. And the rigidity um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you spoke about last night the, um, uh, you know, when you're going to build the house and uh, the, the woman who does um, uh, recce and uh, um, what's, what's that called? Uh, scaffolding. The scaffolding. So, that's my scaffolding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the stiffness. That's my scaffolding. And so I don't appreciate it. And uh, not that I don't appreciate anything, but I don't appreciate it like I could appreciate it, you know. Or, or, or I don't appreciate it. <laughs> it can be that bad. Thank you. You're welcome. So there's a bit of surrender, there's a bit of trust required, there's a bit of courage required. Because, you know, when the mind is used to putting in a lot of effort to achieve what it wants to achieve, it's going to be a little bit confused by like, hey, you know, if we really pull back and have a completely different MO, um, we, we're going to have to trust that the outcome will work. And that's a bit strange for the mind because it's all about effort results, effort results. Work hard, I'll get something. <laughs> you know? And the mind kind of, it, it, it gets a bit confused when, when, when we're operating from another place of like just actually honoring the natural flow. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's useful for for us to know that, you know, there might be a bit of surrender here. There's a bit of letting go. There's a bit of trust. The outcome is just going to have to be the way it is. Some days it'll go to the back right corner beautifully, and some days it'll be like, I'll miss it by a meter. You know? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Some days it'll be like, ooh, how, 
you know, okay, that happened. All right, am I okay with that? Or is the mind going to say, no, if, if I was in charge, you'd have made it. You know, it's like, the mind can do that. Okay. It really does imagine it knows what's better. But when it comes to this work, it hasn't a clue. It really hasn't a clue. So we use it to help us to, to navigate there, but it can't come because it's outside of its territory. And when you say we use it to navigate there, what I'm using it for is just right now to perceive, am I relaxed or am I not Exactly. Relaxed? Bingo. Well done. That's exactly what you're using it for now, to check in, to oh. audit. Yes. So it's so nice to not listen to your words, kind of, as you're talking. Yes. Yes. Just, you know. Yes. And I heard everything. Yes, if they come yeah, to you, they come to It's just to like going around the back of the net, you know? Yeah. I, you know, where did that come from, you know? Yes. Where does not hearing, where does not hearing, where does not hearing you uh, come from? Where does not hearing you come from because I'm hearing you, because I'm relaxed? Yes. You know? Yes. Thank you. You're very welcome. the story, you know, yeah. I, I like the story sometimes, mm. even if it's a bad story, sometimes I like it, Yeah. but if it's a good story, I like it too, uh -huh. mm -hmm. so lately the story has been about bullshitting and being bourgeois, and, yeah, you know what I'm saying, gotcha, yeah. And so I'm thinking about honesty, like true honesty. True honesty, yeah. Uh -huh. And I think sometimes there's honesty, and then sometimes I'm bullshitting. And then when I'm bullshitting, it's okay. You know what I mean? So what... You, you still want to bullshit? You're still no, not really. No, not really. Uh -huh. But I think it's very tricky. You know, like sometimes you're like, okay, I'm perceiving. Okay, now not I, just perceiving. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm just so great at perceiving. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the I is in there. It, you, it comes in and out. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. Because it's claimed perceiving. Now. Right. And then, but then the story it gets really good. You know, like perceiving mm -hmm. nothing, emptiness. Wow. That's amazing, right? Uh huh. I think I got it. Uh huh. Uh -huh. You know, that kind of stuff. So, how can you stop that? How can you be brutally honest when you're telling yourself this whole other thing? Yes. Can those thoughts be perceived out there? Yeah, they can. But, but no judgment of them? They can, but that's not a problem, you know. Do you get juice out of them? Sometimes. Okay, no juice. Mm -hmm. No judgment, no juice. But you like it, it's good. You know? No, that's juice. I know, that's what I know. 
That's the juice. Yeah. When mm, stopping thoughts isn't very effective mm. because that energy that was behind those potent thoughts is just going to have a new story and mm. come up someplace else. But if we see through its validity and just don't buy it, it it's just yakety yak. It could be anything. It could be there's a, a blackbird outside the window. It could be just it's just yakety yak. Or like, hmm, I'm getting good at this. Wow, this is easy. Oh, maybe I'm awake. You know. <laughs> yeah. So it, there's there's juicy ones and then there's not juicy ones. You have to see that they're the same mm-hmm. because they are the same. Mm-hmm. But your mind has convinced you that that. You know, oh, I can trigger a little, I don't know, dopamine or endorphins, or I can trigger something kind of nice, some mm-hmm. kind of sweet with these ones. Mm-hmm. And so when the body then is co-opted by the mind, ah, now that's an interesting juice cocktail. Mm-hmm. So that is, let that be taken from you. That it's just raw and naked is what's left. <clears throat> and so be that, so be it. It's like a detox from the juice. There'll have to be zero tolerance for that juice. It's giving you something chemically, mm-hmm. the bourgeois thing. Yeah. There's, a, there's a feeling that your body cranks up. Mm-hmm. But it's like a drug addiction. It's a chemical I can see that, that your mind is triggering mm-hmm. and you're being fooled by it. I am. Yeah. You're being fooled by it. It's like any drug. Mm. Mind will use the body for its own end, you know. Just being onto it, that's 90% of it. Okay. And then if you're genuine about this path, you'll say, I see you. I see you. It's just another thought. Not going there. But the chemical is where it has you. The feeling. Yeah. It's the feeling that grabs you. That's 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 the enjoying of the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. I think that's right. Mm. Mm. Juice translates in different ways for different people, you know? Mm -hmm. And if there's another layer under that. There's a lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm And you can easily work on that. Oh, it makes me feel confident. It gives me that self-assurance in the moment. You know, it's all really is bullshit. Yeah. R- really is. It's like if, if that's willing to be, if that's going to be good enough for you, you've set your bar very low. Mm-hmm. If that's going to be good enough. I hope it's not good enough. I hope it's not good <laughs> enough also. Yeah. Don't compromise. Okay. Do you think you're ready to see through it? To cut? It's like an addiction. It is like an addiction. Yeah, Yeah. it's quite potent in you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I love this life in a lot of ways. I was just telling somebody, like, I'm attached to people and it's okay, you know, it seems. And then there's another side that seems, no, that's, what are you doing, you know? But we're here. What are we doing here? Are we here? Are we not? Perception 
has a, a, a viewpoint that we're here. Mm -hmm. But perception creates that. Where are we? We're not. That's sad to me. Oh, it's freedom! <laughs> it's freedom! From where you from where you sit. And where you are, but you're not listening to it because you're listening to the bullshit. Because you've set your bar so low that the oh. bullshit is good enough for you. Oh. You're God mm -hmm. imagining you're having a human life and trying to make it some way okay for yourself. That's what you're doing. You're just trying to make it okay. So you're attaching to what's good and you're getting juice out of what has no, nothing at all but to crank up something to make it some way palatable. That's what you're doing. That's sad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Better juice. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You see? Mm. Keep this bigger picture in view, huh? Because mm. you, you, you've made the best out of it. And now you're attached to it because if something distorts your picture too much, uh, you know that you're just hanging on to some kind of nice version of life. You know? Mm -hmm. well, I, don't, I mean, I don't think life is so nice. I just love it. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, it's just attachment. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And willing to take just the crumbs, the crumbs. <laughs> That's what you're doing. And you've made it work for you. You know? I see. So that's why you run all this, you know, the, the, the rush that you get, the nice feeling out of, out of the bourgeois stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what will just, another little taste of something. Mm. Just to keep you going for another little bit. You've got that place to go so that you can feel okay. And... You see? Yeah, it's like an addiction. Oh, it's an addiction, yeah. Just to keep the show going. That's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. We've pulled the cloth off from it, huh? So we see you. Yeah. We see you. Was yeah. it a boss time, you know? Mm. What's behind the curtain? Nothing. A setup. Just to give you these little momentary feelings of, hmm, this is nice. This is nice. I'm so evolved. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just running a little chemical for yourself. It's not authentic. It's not real. It's a thought-created emotional response. Yes, it is. to this. Is this on? Yeah. So yeah, something came up last night and um, I don't really know the words, but here's my take on it. 
So I was my whole life probably curious in spirituality, but it wasn't until I had more suffering in my life that I really went towards it. And um, and I use spirituality or things as I, I, I was really drawn to it because I needed it. It's kind of the medicine I needed. And um, as life's went on, certain things have stabilized in my life. And uh, so that suffering, and then some things happen, some haven't, as you know. Um, so my daily suffering, that type of suffering has eased and lessened. And I don't want to say it's gone away, but things will come and go quickly. And there might be reactions, but they go. So there's that type of suffering. And then the other suffering, the only way I can explain it is through a story. So a teaching story I heard was, so if you thought of consciousness or God as a king, the king sends you on a somewhere to get one thing. Just the one thing. And you go there and you get many things, but you don't get the one thing. That's where my sadness is now. It's for that one thing. distracted and on the journey to the one thing (laughs) I've had people like yourself show me where it is how to get it I don't go. I don't have the will, I don't have the courage. It's not something I think about every day, but I know it's there. Tired of story. I'm tired of telling my story. When we started talking about it yesterday, and you said something to me, and I'm, I knew I had practical things to do. I'm like, I don't want to listen to it now, but I'm scared. 
It's part of the reason why I don't get the gift. So I'll just distract myself and do stuff to avoid or sabotage and, you know, going towards it's right there. Let us go do something else. But I do it every day. Every day. I'm consciously conscious. If, I, if I'm self-honest with myself, I, that's where the suffering is. And I talked to you about through this journey of the that there's that there's that unworthiness piece that's not running in the life, but is that gift I'm unworthy. I'm unworthy to take it to the king. the desire that was there with ending the other suffering. There's no desire. There's, there's pain and there's sadness. With, but there's not. Um, and I would say there's some embarrassment with that. Teachers, I, it's kind of like, I see you and you, you told me, I stopped to ask for directions, I'm going somewhere. And you told me how to exactly get there. And then the next time I ask you for the same directions and I feel embarrassed that I didn't follow. So if someone checks in, how are you doing? Or I don't want to hear my own story and I'm... Well, you just, you've been given what you're needed. It. I don't know if I'm looking for an answer, but is there fear around if you pick up that thing to bring to the king, if you get that the one thing that you've been pointed to, are you fear is there fear? around who you would be then, or being too big then? Yeah, the, I wouldn't use the word fear, but I'm unworthy. So I don't know if fear is tied into the unworthiness. But there's something underneath that I'm unworthy. So, mm. yeah, fear doesn't resonate as much as unworthy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm drawn to kind of investigating that is has mind set up some idea or or there's some some frequency some memory somewhere that you're picking up that if i get it i'll shine too bright i'll be too yeah. big and i'll be either killed or punished or won't be able to function or that i'll shine too bright yeah yes not that the fear of being killed but yeah shining too bright or or, um, yeah, yeah, or shining too bright, or what's coming up now is 
more responsibility. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's huge resonance around more responsibility. different responsibility than I have responsibility now. Yes. But it's a different type of responsibility. Yes. But actually what it is, all right. What, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can see what you're picking up. Um, and you're, 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 you're clearing something that's just kind of out there. You know. Every concept, every experience is registered somewhere because that's how come it can manifest in the first place. So... You know, if we if we compress linear time, everything that's ever happened, that ever will happen, is like it's like it's on a vertical. You 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 can do that with time. That it's all here now, and it can only be here now. And mind stretches it to make it kind of linear. And so, in that kind of that now, that's not the present moment, but now that's kind of outside of time. Right now, there is absolute validity in in the weight of responsibility and how that can really screw things up. But to understand it better, i got to pull it into linear time and say that this is in the past, just because our brains work that way. Right? Mm. So it's just a framework for understanding it. Where, the, where it got misconstrued in, in that lineup is that when... When you're full of light and you get huge, it becomes an ability to respond. An ability or ability? A- ability. ability to becomes ability to respond mm. instead of responsibility. Mm. It turns into an ability to respond. <clears throat> and in other times and in other places, you know, it might seem like there's huge responsibility. Like, we can look at our current times and say, okay, the Dalai Lama has huge responsibility. Mm. Actually, Mm. he doesn't. That's the perception. Mm. He Mm. only has an ability to respond. And Mm. he has a profound ability to respond because Mm. he comes from that clear place. Mm. And Mm. it's the clear place that has the ability to respond. Mm. If he got in there and there was ownership, there would be a guy with a lot of responsibility. Mm. Mm. You see? Yeah. So that's that's yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. really how it works. Yeah. It's gotta be so clean that it's just that openness, yeah. that ability to respond. Yeah. Mm. And I used to feel for a while on my own journey that it was about availability mm. to res- to respond with availability. And it was like it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't that I had the thought it, it, it first and then took it on as a nice idea. It, it like presented like that, but something wasn't cleaned up in my own character. Do you know? And the availability was like, sure, I was exhausted. I, I was completely, I was, what's, what's going on? How come I can't, how come I can't kind of mind my body first? Surely if, if that's what's to go on here and this work is to happen through this form, surely my health wouldn't be taking such a hit. What, what's going on? And it's like the availability. Something was just not clean enough. The ability to respond had nothing to do with availability. You see? So it, 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 it can get tricky, you know? There's, 
The refinement is a constant cleaning up, cleaning up, cleaning up. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand what you meant about availability, but the... That's the, perfect the, that you don't, yeah. because it's not your frequency. Oh, okay. So it's, it's for out there to show people, you know, how, how an ability to respond can be a bit contaminated by something that isn't completely cleaned up in our own understanding. Mm. When our mind is just playing another bit of a trick mm. and interpreting something. Hmm. Yeah, that, okay. that, thank you. Thank but, you. But for you, it's about yeah. an ability to respond. You've yeah, got to yeah. shift. Yeah, it's, I feel it. And if, yeah. A big deal. Like I was, mm. I, I don't want any more responsibility That's in my right. life. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> With my kids and, yeah. and, and I'm like, You've I can't more bear. Than your hands full. Yeah, so I run from responsibility if yes. I get a choice. Yes. But that feels much different. Yes. So right now, start shifting it mm. to. My, what's my ability to respond to this situation? Mm. So that that weight of feeling responsible can go. Mm. So that you can function from the place that doesn't have the, the guy who's needing to deliver, mm. that's the identified mm. position, to the place of like, all right, all right, let's see, let's see what the ability to respond here is. Let's see what it is. Mm. So at that moment. At that moment. Mm, that feels much better. That's yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. come up here I feel a little nervous <laughs> it's okay that's fine just anyway, s- yeah. see it and that'll pass yeah oh, I'd, I'd like to get your impression about um, an experience that I have that feels very specific to Toronto and I'm, I'm originally not here from here I'm from the US and um and I've, I've spent the better part of many years living in um, New Mexico, but I've been here for about eight years. Can you hear? No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. I've got to bring this much closer. And I've noticed this thing in the last few years that's come in in my life here, and it, it doesn't feel quite time to leave. There may be a point where it's time. I don't see myself being an elderly person here, you know, but it's like that the next place hasn't yet presented itself. So yes. I feel like I'm in a waiting period. Yes. And a period of, um, you know, for practical purposes, it's time to be here. But there'll be a time when the universe will take me elsewhere. And this thing happens here where in my daily life, I, I feel like, okay, in, in the early morning... You know, I wake up early and I sit and meditate and have a cup of tea and, you know, there's a kind of an expansiveness and a quietness and then after that it's like my day begins and it it feels very disjointed of one small task after another after another in a way that there's there's a flow that's missing. There's there's not a flow and it it feels kind, kind of... Um, 
like grinding, like a machine grinding. And I see it, I'm aware of it, I try different strategies to try and, you know, oh, don't make a big deal of it, or just, um, okay, I'm just going to honor it and re- try and relax. And it's, it's very, I'm very aware of it. And this, this other thing has started to happen where small decisions get nerve-wracking, where it'll be like, you know, getting dressed. It's like, do I wear a white t-shirt or a blue t-shirt? And I'll just look at them. And it's like, or, or do I drink coffee or tea? And I know that with whichever one I pick, I'm going to wish I picked the other one. Mm. And it, it makes me feel... Um, like I, I, I see it, and also when when I step out of here, and you know, like I'll, I'll go visit my mom and family in New Mexico, or other places. Like my my husband's from Ireland; he's from Dublin. And when we go there, it's like. <laughs> just relaxes and I feel like it's easier for there to be a flow and you know you can multitask and something will be on the stove and then I can check email and you know there's not this kind of one task one task one task that feels very strange here (laughs) okay okay Here's what might be happening. Have you seen that, that, that our mind connects frames? We perceive in stills and our mind runs them together. Have you ever had that experience? Yes, but not often. I'm wondering if that's trying to come in. I'm wondering if Toronto is giving you one last gift before you get out of here. I I don't know. I I also I also feel this thing of confusion here. Of in many ways, I I can recognize this is a is a, a wonderful place. In many ways, on a, on a in a way that feels very intellectual. But when I go downtown to go grocery shopping, I feel freaked out, and I feel this kind of fear. And I used to be a lot more kind of like um, relaxed about, you know, casual about like, oh yeah, like, um, you know, with, with social interactions with people. You know, oh, can I borrow your juicer? Can I come knock on your door? <laughs> you know, and and over time, this this thing happens where I feel this 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 fear of this kind of like it. I feel like it's bringing out this side in my personality that is responding to to something that's more collective here. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And I mean, it, 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 it's good in that it creates order, and, <laughs> you know, but, but I, it, 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 I call it the shrink back. Shrink back. The shrink back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. When did this start, this relationship, this part of the relationship with Toronto? About three years ago. Ooh. Okay. Two years ago, three years ago. It wasn't like this in the beginning. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it here. And yeah. I still love it. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's a long time for this transition. Okay. Okay. Where would your husband like to go? We talk about it. We talk about at some point maybe moving to Ireland. We have family. He has his family. He's there. He, um, uh, we we. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> we we think about um, somewhere by the ocean. Um, I I feel like you know I have an elderly mother whose health is not good, and I feel like as as long as she's alive, I feel like I can't get go too far away. It's not I couldn't go to to Ireland. I couldn't be okay. where I couldn't jump on a plane and come see her. Okay. You can jump on a plane in Ireland. We have airports. <laughs> like, honestly, you can. If, if it's just your mother, then the oceans are very small, actually. They're shrinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. really, no places. Don't, don't let attachment to your mother. You can jump on a plane. It might be just four hours more. Five hours more, the outside. That, that's all yeah. it could be. That's all it could be, five hours. That's the distance between Toronto and Dublin, no? Do you know? On a, on a yeah. plane. So, yeah. so it's okay. It, it's only five hours extra to get to your mum. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So just pull that one into, you know, more of a reality oh, oh. zone there, okay? Because your next... It, okay, we, we talk about what Toronto is, is giving you, right? Yeah. What needs to be worked out before you, before you go. Um, but but I do feel your next place is ready actually I, I do feel but it, there's some block around you letting it come in and that's part of what, what the transition that's going on for you. Mm -hmm. you you're having a fantastic transition it's actually wonderful it's, it's just that yeah. you know somebody gave me this analogy recently and it's like you know when you're walking into the sea you can and it happens to me a lot because I swim in the sea a lot. And you can walk into the sea and when you're in that wave zone, you know, where the waves are going to crash, you can either ride them or swim with them or you can stand there and get wrecked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's the, you're standing there and getting wrecked or doing your shrink back, you know? But actually these waves can be ridden. These yeah, waves yeah. can be ridden. Yeah. yeah. Your next place is more ready than what you think. I'd love to hear any other reason except your mom for not going. It hasn't quite presented itself. Yeah. Um, and in some ways, it's it's like I feel like our life in Toronto, it's it's okay in some ways. It's, yes. it's okay on a practical level. Yes. But it's not, I don't feel like it's, uh, it's, it's feeding yes. a, like a kind of, basic connected like a nature energy of just like something that allows for a kind of relaxed 
settling in feeling. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Okay. Number one, have a complete openness to the next place coming in. Just remove the block of your mom, let it be open. It's it's trying to come. It's already on the horizon. Mm -hmm. The transition that's happening for you in Toronto is a beautiful one. And I'd love to see you getting a better handle on it so that so that it can be done. And you're like, oh, actually, now I'm really, now we got to go. Now we got to go. It's done. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. we need to kind of be a bit of a catalyst. I want to be a bit of a catalyst for you to kind of make this shift happen so we can ride the waves and not get destroyed by them. Mm-hmm. All right? The disjointedness yeah. is because your perception is shifting. So, so the... The, the, the flow that you perceive in other places, in New Mexico, in Dublin, that, that, that flow, that's currently still going through, you know, layers of, different layers of perception and identification. And you can jump in and out of different layers. We can all jump in and out of different layers. But an underpinning layer is being yanked out so that you get a better handle on how it works. An upgrade of the flow is trying to come. The breakdown of the old is happening in Toronto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, what's happening here, though, is, is how you perceive things here is through the lens of perception that's trying to break down. <coughs> Sorry. How you perceive things here, how your perception works when you're here, is the lens that's trying to break down. You're perceiving through the lens that's actually rotting. It's an old model. Mm-hmm. It's rotting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're trying to glue it together. And, and when, you, when you go out, you can pick up the old or maybe the new. I'm not quite sure yet. When you go out, you pick up the old or the new. But we got to completely dissolve the old so that, so that there's an upgrade when you go. Do you know? In terms of you being clearer in how perception rolls through your form. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Am I talking strange language? No, 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 okay. no. I, I, I understand. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, okay. I think just barely. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you with me so that you can explain it afterwards? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. We perceive in still frames. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like how they shoot movies. It's, it's a frame every... It, it's 23 seconds or 25 seconds or something like this. It, it, you know, 23 or 25 stills in every second of a contemporary movie. Isn't there some number like this, isn't it? Um, and our perception is actually the very same. It's like we discovered movies in order to show us how, how we perceive. Yeah. We perceive the same way. Yeah. But for you, the frames, the frames are being still, but you don't recognize that they're still. And you can't join the next one to it because they're actually not joined. But your attachment to having them joined, you're trying to make them join up. Because that's what makes sense. I want to see you in a place of where, whether it's still or whether it's fluid, that you can operate through both. Because you have an awareness that, oops, they're stills now. I don't have to shrink back, actually. They're just still frames. Because this is actually how the mind does perceive everything. We perceive in stills. 
and we join them together in order to get the fluidity. I'd like to see you in a place of where either lens of perception can run and you are not touched. That's funny. Just, yeah, because I, I guess I've come to associate that disjointedness with a kind of stress. It's clarity trying to come through. Ride this wave. The distress is because you've been in a washing machine. When the wave comes, it's like tumbled you all over the place. Of course, of course there'll have been distress. Of course. <laughs> Check in. Are you still with me in the explanation? Yeah, super. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see that it's like it's correct to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it is correct, and mm -hmm. also my mind also will say, well, you know, there's this thing too of thinking that somewhere else is better, and when the luster and the novelty of it somewhere else wears off, yeah. then it, it has its own set of issues. Absolutely, every place does. Every place does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every place does. So, so I'm not bashing here, but it's just a very confusing... Yes. Yes. And some people keep moving forever, because once the newness, the shine goes, they, they move on again. And some people live like that. Uh, but there's another way of just accepting the, you know, the, the blips and quirks of a place, because that's just life. So, so back to this thing that you mentioned about, like the the disjointedness being mm. a good thing. Mm. I, it's interesting because I've never, mm. I've not thought of it that way at all. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's showing you from another point of perception how things really are. They're not joined together, actually. <laughs> but we have a capacity to join them together that's how the mind works and so as we do this work of course we see through the matrix of the mind we see through it's the machine work of the mind rather and you're just getting to see one way that it creates this, this so called world that we imagine is real so in daily life, do you have a suggestion for, for, I, I mean, on, on yeah, yeah. D don't judge how your perception is disjointing. Don't judge it, but be entertained by it. Be entertained and be curious because then you can learn okay. when we're relaxed and we're having fun with something. But of course, your way of interpreting is like, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's, do I need to move? Do I, what? Uh, looking for a solution rather than what's this showing me? And so it'll get more disjointed. So don't react to it. If there's mm -hmm. like, okay, two mm -hmm. t-shirts are on the bed. Okay. <laughs> what, eventually I have to get dressed. So let's see what's going to happen here. You know, you put on one t-shirt. And an hour later, it's like, mind, you're not going there. You're not going there, imagining that the other one would be more comfortable. Or work better with my jeans. You know, it's like, <laughs> no mind. No, no. Okay. We're not going back into retrospective. Because that's mind, you know, contracting around this process, which is absolutely beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful. 
Okay. Okay. It can get uncomfortable when other people are involved, like the, the person at the, the coffee bar. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's like, I can't decide. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't matter which you choose. It, it actually doesn't matter. Yeah. There's a time when it does matter, but you're being pulled into that zone of perception where... There is no significance between tea or coffee unless mind wants to attribute that the greater value to one of them. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. There's actually mm-hmm. no difference. Mm-hmm. So that example is trying to show you. Something is trying so hard to push through. It's trying to show you that only your mind is, is, is applying a value system here. But that part is breaking down. It's like there is no value actually around tea or coffee. What are you going to do now? And it's like, so retrospectively, no, the other one would have been better. Because, you see? Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. You see? So that's what it's trying to do. It's like, oh, I can apply the value system retrospectively because the value system is gone from the, the moment of perceived choice. You see? So your mind can only pull it in retrospectively because it's like, because it's lost its potency in order to enable you to choose. Mm-hmm. Hobby, do you get that? Yeah. I'm just barely hanging on to what you're saying, yeah, but yeah, but that's why I'm thinking of a dramatic all the time to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to like she's going to need to hear this a few times, or listen to the recording or whatever. But you need to hear this a few times, yeah. I, you only have it by thread. I can see that, but it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean I feel like I I do approach this with different strategies of yes. like trying to see it of oh well, this is interesting. Or, yes. oh, like, like trying to figure it out, yes. you know, I, but, yes. yeah, yeah. So you've got to come from a much wider view because something is breaking down. So it's a wider view. So in your strategies, remove any sense of trying to make it okay. Remove any of that. It's completely something's trying to expose itself to you. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. It will shift again, mm-hmm. you know, and it might even be here that it shifts, in Toronto that it shifts again. But the layer that has value, the layer that, that believes it's making a choice, the, all layers, are, layers are dissolving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the shrink back is a good thing because it's bringing you back to a wider view of perception. All the examples that you're given are all about the same thing. Okay. They're all about the same thing. Okay. It's a time for going in, for watching your perception, for recognizing, hmm, okay, mind isn't active right now. Okay, someplace else is going to have to decide which vegetable I'm going to chop up next. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So mind doesn't decide. Let's see, will the body do it? Will it just grab the celery as opposed to the carrots? What, what, what's, let's see what happens here. Yeah. If nothing happens, sit and wait. Sit and wait. Okay. It's helpful to just hear, hear it being reframed in a way that it's really, it's not a problem. Not at all. And it's easy to think it's a problem because yes. it seems like the environment moves at a very different pace. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Because you're being pulled to more stillness. You're being pulled in. So, of course, something is out of sync until you find your new groove. Yeah. You know? You don't have it yet because the meltdown is still on and, and you're trying, 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 trying to make it work in some way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> thank you. Thank, thank yeah, you're you. very welcome. Yeah. Let's see how it, how it cooks. Are you here again tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, good. So let's see how... It, I'd like to see how she processes tonight just to see if it settles or see if I've missed anything or, you know... Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, you're thank, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Where are we going? This lady and then. Yeah. Hi. Is there anybody else out there who's, who's had a, we could call it a spiritual experience, that, that perception actually is in still frames? Ah, great, good, yeah, okay. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> um. I met you uh, three years ago, I think. Was it here? It was in Toronto. Uh-huh. Um, you were actually the first teacher that I came to see. And uh, I was being, having a lot of visitations. And you told me to tell them to go away. Okay, pull this a bit closer. Okay, and you told me to tell them to go away. And I did. And they did. Um, um, since then, um, I had a, I've had some pretty profound experiences. Probably the biggest one last May, where uh, with a, a teacher called Paul Hederman, who comes into Toronto as well, where uh, it's, it's so hard to explain it. <coughs> I, it was obvious to me that this isn't real. I, I just, I moved back, like back. And I was nothingness, darkness, no, nothingness, floating nothingness, watching everything. And it was all coming from here. So it was, it was quite profound, but then I came back into here. And uh, I guess my question is, um, I've been kind of 
I, I was five years ago, my life kind of fell apart, and I feel like I've been dragged kicking and screaming by something because I'm trying to go, you know, but it's, it's just happening and happening and happening more. And, um, but it comes and goes, and it comes and goes. And I'm, my question is... What's happening more and more? Um, it's happening more and more. What's the it? Okay, it's not really. Um, I'll explain it. This isn't real, mm-hmm. and I sometimes see it quite like the last uh, woman was talking about still frames. Time sometimes stops for me, literally stops. Super, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, different things, but there's there's and there's a lot of uh, pain, a lot of pain, and I, I try and sit with it. Um, I talk to a, a teacher in California a lot, and uh, he, you know, sit with it. I've read a lot, read your books, I've read Ajishanti, I've read The Course Miracles, uh, Ramesh, his books. Um, I can't read anymore. Something has just stopped with the reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always guided, like I have lovely friends here in Toronto that I've met, I'm always guided by something, I don't know what. Um, and I've been moving around a lot. I haven't s- stopped, like California, Mexico, then Florida, and here, and I'm just constantly going because I'm looking to feel, I don't know what, I'm just constantly, I don't know if I'm running from it, but I'm looking for more clarity. I'm looking for... There is no, uh, there's no me, there's no nothing. There's like the story or what I remember doesn't exist anymore. But I don't know what does exist quite yet. And I get glimpses of it. And it leaves me very, the glimpses but back and the glimpses but back. I mean, there are times I just want to go. I just don't want to be here anymore because it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. So it, I spend a lot of time, if I'm not traveling to one from one place to the next, I tend to spend a lot of time alone, just myself and my dog. And, uh, or I go to meetings with people I've met in Toronto and California. I don't know, I don't feel like I can't seem to settle. I, I, I work doesn't make sense. Luckily, I'm surviving on something that I get. Um, I used to be this. With the memory was this very successful, passionate, creative person, and now I'm just this. Now I don't know what I am. I'm just. And when I'm around people like you, I, I, I can't stop crying. I can't. It's it's and this just constant. At one point with Paul Hederman, it's like Niagara Falls was flowing out of here. It was just amazing. So my question is, I just want 
I, I want more clarity. I want to be there. I want not be there. I just want to... I don't know how to explain it, but I, I, I want to lose... I want... I don't know. I don't know how to ask for it. But I'm, my question is, since it seems to come out more when I'm around teachers, would it be beneficial for me to go and spend a lot of time with a teacher? That's my question. Because it seems to come a lot, and then when I'm not around a teacher, it, it goes, and then it comes in glimpses, and it's very difficult to function, so I kind of don't. I, don't. I slept two hours last night, and that was good. I don't sleep. don't really eat that much anymore. It's very strange, and I'm fine. So, um, it's like I feel something needs to fall away or something, mm. and I, it's, it's like, right, and it's, and I don't know, I just, and you mentioned, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place, you mentioned yesterday about a hook that keeps hooking people back, mm. and I, it made me realize what mine is, and it's tough, it's a tough one. And I don't know if that's what's stopping me. Um, what is it? Um, a couple, couple of them, I guess. When this all happened, it began with my father's death about 15 years ago. And I realize it's 15 years now, wow. But I saw him leave his body, and I, that's the first time time stopped for me. I was the only one there in the hospital, and I actually saw something leave his body, and then he was behind me, talking to me, but, yeah, but I couldn't move. Time stopped. This body couldn't move. And I saw him, though, and, and like I saw him, and uh, it was quite a profound experience. And. Um, Everything started to fall apart after that in my life. And I, I, I had, uh, I thought, you know, romance story, love with my ex-husband. It was beautiful and we were very successful. <coughs> I ever, had everything I ever wanted. And all that just went and just disappeared. Everything disappeared. So the hook for me um, is that, that the love I had with him. It's, I mean, I, it's really dumb, because it sounds dumb when I think, my mind thinks about it. I watch romance movies all the time. Oh. The same movies all the time. That's all I do. I don't do anything else. I don't even have a TV. I have a computer. I sit on the floor because I'm in this little empty apartment that I live in, because I'm, I'm not interested in decorating it. I used to be a designer at one time. I'm not interested in doing anything. I'm fine. On the floor is good. I'm good. You know, it's weird. And I, but I just can't stop watching these movies. And, um, and a lot of uh, shame about, why aren't you making the money you used to make? What's wrong with you? You're very successful. You used to be very successful. Blah, 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 blah. And the mind just goes. And then I'm still sitting on the floor. And I look at my dog and I go, okay. And there are times when I smile and I just 
this disappears, but for just, just this much, and then it comes back, and it's blah, 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 constantly again, and I watch another movie, or the same movie, and it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like I'm kind of nothing watching romance movies, doing nothing, but moving from California to Toronto, and not moving, I don't move, like I live with family or I stay with friends or I, I, I somehow, something's taking care of me for sure, I know that. Um, so, I just want to, I just want to, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned the movies because that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> All right, do you know what I'd advise? I'm going to jump, jump right through to like, here's one thing that would really help. Okay. Become a woofer. Become a what? Do you have woofing, woofer thing? That where you, so it's an organization where you go and you work on a farm for bed and board. Yeah. Yeah? Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With the cows and the pigs. Huh? With the cows and the pigs. Yes. Yes. You're not grounded. Okay. You're not, it it can't embody, it can't embody at all. Because what your mind is doing is trying to recreate some sort of a, a life, and hence the fantasy life is what you're creating, you're finding it through movies. So you're trying to recreate something and live vicariously through the movies, you know? Yes. And, of course, where, where your life has gone, it's like you, you can't embody it. So the only direction you can go is, is to recreate it, but you can't make that world happen for yourself because, of course, it's gone. It's gone. It's like... It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's it's gone. gone. Sure. And yeah. So there's no way of cranking it up again except through Hollywood. So, right. so that's your way of, of, of sustaining some connection to life. But what would really, really help you is, uh, is nature. Really help you. You need to physically work. Your, your cells don't have a clue about this shift. It's not in your body at all. Your body is just full of emotion and, and that, that's what's taking up all your energy. If you physically get really um, engaged in the earth and what's natural... Okay. You will find that that there'll be no space for the emotional stuff. Your 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 body isn't using up enough energy, so you can't sleep at night. But yet you do need the sleep for healing. You you do need sleep, so it's fine. You might be somebody who'll just do four or five hours a night, but you will need to get five hours every night. You will. Okay. So you're you're not physically moving your body enough. So no, you're going to get ill. You're not eating enough. You're not sleeping enough. You're not living healthily. You're going to get ill. And you're not done at all. There's quite another lap in you. Oh. So. What does that mean? There's, life is going to pick you up again. But you're oh. not ready. Okay. And there'll be a new phase of life, of living, of engaging. But it cannot come in at all. Because we need to get you fit, healthy, connected to the earth, embody what you have seen. And it's not embodied at all. It's like it's sitting up there in a bubble and your life is, is being lived vicariously through. 
the screen. Okay. If you just live with a, with a teacher or near a teacher or in a community or in an ashram, you'll get into your head about it, but you won't embody it. It actually won't work. It won't embody it. Physical work so, in nature will do it. Faster than anything. Faster than anything. Okay. Okay. I like the garden. I, mean, I have eight gardens at my house that I own. Okay. So I'm in my head too much, is what you're Completely. saying? Completely. You haven't brought it in at all. It's like, it's, it's, it's in your crown chakra, in your third eye, and you haven't gone down at all with it. Like, when, when this comes in, it knocks through every chakra. Do you know, and it blasts open the heart, and like when you go down to your solar plexus, that's your, your sense of yourself. It's like, uh-uh, that gets a fine rattle, you know? Okay. Then your second chakra, how we connect with others, you know? And then your base chakra, where you land it, and, and your whole sense of, of, am I safe in the world, changes from survival mode to like, you know, you stand up in a whole different frequency altogether, okay. independently, autonomously, with honesty, with integrity. None of those things have happened with you. You've taken a little bit of jolt here and there, but you haven't embodied or grounded any of it. I'd like to see you sweating out there with a wheelbarrow and a shovel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, I I'm serious. No, not enough. Not like enough. for a job. I actually did my back last year doing my gardening, but like do it as a... I know what you mean. I work for 40 now. hours a week. I know what it 40 is. 40 hours a week. Wow. Yeah, that, that's going to do more than anything. Your mind will find every reason not to do this because it's the biggest threat to your mind. It could be a huge threat to your mind. Do it for six months. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to hear what the resistance is to it. Um... <coughs> resistance I don't know okay I don't know I just it just seems uh, I, I guess there isn't any yeah. I mean I love I love gardening so mm. I just uh, right away my mind just goes okay well where where can you do this, you know? Go on, is it woofers.com or is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. There's an international one and then there's a Canadian one too. Okay. There we go. Okay. Woofers.com. Yeah. Okay. That's why I was going to buy a house in Florida. I guess I'm not now. <laughs> no, not for six months. You need, to, you need to embody this and do it. Give it a chance. You need to embody it. This is the best way for you to get grounded. It has to come into your cells. And the gym won't do it. I see. I, that's it what I was doing. It won't do it. No, that, that won't help you at all, actually. That environment won't help you at all. You've got to be immersed in nature. Immersed in nature. Immersed. Yeah. yeah. I was just in Florida and... Um, the water, I just sat on the beach and looked at the water for three weeks. Excellent. It was, I just wanted to be there, but not around people. Yeah. 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 Okay, this makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes sense. There's something. Okay. Yeah, six months. Bring your dog. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Yay. Um, the questions just don't stick. Don't stick. They they seem to. They just don't even come. Um, things are fine. <laughs> and uh, so what? Yes, so what? Yeah. I'm here. I'm here right now. So the, the somewhat, so what comes from, from there? You know, like, the questions don't stick, I'm, everything is, I've done my work, you know, I've cried a lot and all that stuff. And, um, yet, I'm here, and it's really great to be here. Why, 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 am I, why am I not... Why did I come here, in a sense? Why? You mean physically to satsang? Or, uh, or? Kind of, kind of, yeah. Because every, like... Paradoxical, why did I come here and I don't have any questions? You know? yes. <laughs> uh, but that's the idea, like... Maybe it's just something to do. Um... Or probably some, I, not, not, not being sure. There might be some of that. Like it's like, because I feel like I'm standing on my own two feet. Uh huh. And um, did I already jump, or am, am I am I about to jump? And um, yeah. And if I'm I'm on the edge. Yes. Um, when is the last time you believed that you were an individual? When is the last time there was identified thought? When you were caught in story? It happens. Uh, I teach, and sometimes the jolt uh, comes. To, like you feel it, like your reaction, but it dissipates. Yes. And I do when I when I talk sometimes. In more private settings, sometimes I do go into ranting. Like, ah, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then I kind of like, I, I, you know, it, it passes. But there is that. There is still, there is that. So the individual is, you know, still okay. there. But I don't understand that part of the individual. Like my ranting sometimes is like, oh, you know, like what's happening and... Sometimes the students, blah, 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 and then I love them again, and, and I'm okay with them, and, you know. But is that identification, or is that just a frustration passing through? I, it is more things pass through. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Yes. It is things pass through. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
And so if something happens or somebody says something to you and, and you get a you know, impact in the mm. gut, you know, an energetic yeah. puncturing or something, does that mean there's identification? Does it mean? That there is identification? No. 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 It just, things happen and yes. I'm there, so... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, if I get pushed, I feel the push, but uh, that was it, and I yes. move on. Yesterday yes. happened here in, in Toronto, somebody just kind of like pushed me with the bike, and I'm like, oh. And then, okay. you know, there was the reaction. Yes. There was the reaction. Yes. But then I just... Yes, and it didn't stick beyond just an impulsive reaction. Right. So why would these things be not okay? They're okay. All right. Everything is okay. Okay. So I'm looking for evidence for an individual. Mm. Then the things you gave me, I'm not feeling that there's an individual there. So... Like an identified individual. There can be the sense of an individual. That stays. Yeah. For most. For some, it completely dissolves. It doesn't mean anything. It's just how consciousness expresses. Yeah. Um, but... There's a difference between the sense of the individual and it's me, me and, and in my you know, ego story, me defending me, me self-referencing me. That's a different thing. So I want to know, does that still happen to you? It doesn't stick. Yeah. I feel it, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't stick. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is no need. I, like, oh, I, I need to know. I need to read more about it. I need to know. Right. And, and yeah, the push comes. And... Yes. It's fine. Let the personality have its way of, you know, yeah. momentarily getting a shock, protecting itself, having a, and maybe an anger reaction, and boom, the whole thing is done. Right. Ten seconds. Whole thing is done. Yeah, it's, it's clean. That's more, normal. More, more and more. Yeah, that's more normal. More. Yeah. Yeah. Is there doubt there? That's what uh, I, I'm, I'm. Like, if 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 I'm if I'm ready if I'm if I'm ready to to. Um, it's just that I don't know that part, and I don't really know if I need to know. Where I am, like, like that, like. So I wonder, and in, in, in answer to your question, I wonder if, if if there is a doubt that I might not know of, and if there is doubt, is there some fear or something? And I feel that I don't have a way. Where I am right now, I don't have a way of investigating, and I do feel that 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 the void is just there, and I also feel that I. That I came because I, of course, because of grace, uh, most importantly, but uh, because I also have done and continue to do my work, because I celebrate what was given to me. So that got me these two feet in the heart, and, and I just kept on going forward. And teachers, too, you know, say, hey, over there, over there, no, over there. And, uh, and I feel like the feet are strong, you know. And 
I feel like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I don't know if, if I don't know <laughs> where this thing is and doesn't matter. Do I keep on? Yeah. Most teachers, if you get them to talk really honestly, have a, a, a recurring thought that says, is this it? Is this it? Am I kidding myself? Was, is this what it was all about? Or um, did, did I just imagine this whole thing? Or is this total bullshit? And where am I at? And did I achieve? No, I didn't achieve anything at all, actually. I'm just bullshitting myself. This, this doubt loop happens for most teachers. Mm. But it's recognized to be doubting mind. It's just a loop of doubting mind. It means nothing. Seeing through the doubting mind actually is what needs to happen when that comes up. Um, it doesn't happen for me. I don't know why, but it happens for a lot of teachers. And some of them who, like, I sat with years ago, that, and they still have it. And it's, it's, it's just like part of their personality. It just runs. Uh, just runs. Yeah. Do you know? Um... Sure, there's other things in my personality that are not yet cleared out, but that's just the that's just the mix, no? Mm -hmm. So so okay. There could be a bit of that running for you. But I think the good side of that is that it keeps you in check. So it actually brings a little bit of a gift. And so I have other systems of keeping myself in check. Okay. It's just habit from doing spiritual work. <laughs> It's just in there because of the habit, you know, of just, just watching, just watching, just watching, you know? Yes. Um, just being alert make, to make sure it's clean, that just to double check, is it clean, is it clean, is it clean? Um, that's my thing. For people who haven't had, who have had a gradual, gradual, gradual move towards truth, where it hasn't been like, a clear before and after event. The only way that I've figured is any way to kind of recognize, you know, maybe maybe that part of it is done. Maybe the waking up part is done. Is that a period of at least two years with no, with not getting caught up in the eye story, okay. yes. not having that like micro perspective where you've where you 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 really are not looking at the eye from the what broader broader view. Do you know? Yes. You know? You know the difference. Okay. And if there's a period of two years without without that, it tends to be like, all right, now we're looking at awakening and it deepening and deepening and the realizations that happen on the way. Yes. From there, how, how to work with a teacher? Um, Okay, for myself, what, what, uh, if there's ever a, a picking up of a book or flicking through something, and that's as much as I do, I'm not a YouTuber, I, you know, I, I, I don't go to any teacher, I don't, but, but I might just kind of flick through something, you know, or somebody would give me a book and I might look before I pass it on, you know, yeah. I'd look someplace, and, and what I get is 
what I get is always the same thing and it's always beautiful. And what I get from other teachers is a way of bringing what I know with the capital K, yes. I was going to say capital N, <laughs> what I know with the capital K to bring it into language. Okay. That is what I get from other teachers. It's like, oh, that's how it's expressed. That, that's the language that they found to give, to give a sense of that. Something in me loves that. Mm -hmm. That's what I get. It's like, oh, a way to communicate it, a way to, oh my goodness, you know, yeah, there, there's an analogy, there's a story, there's a, there, okay, and then my mind says, oh, I can have another little role to play in communicating right. what I'm bowing down to. Yeah. You know? That's how I use teachers and teachings. Great. But, but, but there's, there's, I mean, I would love, I would, you know, I wouldn't love it, but I'd be intrigued if there was somebody who said something that I hadn't seen already. It hasn't <laughs> happened for a long time. Uh, you know. Yeah. But hey, if it did, wow, that'd be just fantastic. Do you know? Be like, wow, it goes on, you know? Yeah. Seeing new stuff stopped and, and, and then it started again, you know? So it's like there's a total openness. <clears throat> is there more that needs to be seen? Can a teacher show you how to see more? <clears throat> or is it more like how it is for me about bringing it into language and learning tools and skills in order to share? Hmm. Yeah, what you were talking about before, the responsibility and the ability, you know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, there's no responsibility. It's very light. Yeah. It's very light. You know. Is it light for you? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. More, I, 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 there is this, uh, that was part of things too, it's like there is this, I'm a little bit kind of, I've, I've been very kind of verging on the cynical when, you know, when I was a kid and all that. And so I do really engage life, like I get passionate about things and yes. all that. And, uh, but if it's not there, it's, it's okay. Yes. You know, it's that okay, not the okay of the cynical me, you know, but it's okay, you know, it's like... Yes. You know, it's not yes. like shit, well... Yes. Yeah, I carry shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Japan I carry shit. Yeah. And it was a pleasure, it was like really awesome. Yes. Like, it was... Uh, the material aspect of it and, and the metaphor for, for where I was at that time, it was awesome. You know, like really buckets of poop. Yes, buckets of poop. You know, yeah. going to the garden and yeah. getting splattered. And it's like, well, the first time, you know, kind of like. Yes. And it was totally okay. Yeah. Yes. And I was happy. Yes. There was no, you know. Yes. But not the happiness of a yippee and no. Of course. It was the. Content it was, happiness. Yeah. Yes. That, that was like, yes. So my okay is kind of probably my okay is a little bit from. From has that tension, like, yeah. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a good thing. I don't want to 
make it great because mm -hmm. it goes to the other thing. That's you know, right. Like, that's and right, and that's it, right. it's not. It's not an internal, yeah, content piece and yeah, yeah, yeah detached. Yeah, yeah. It's just freedom from from the volatility of the mind's reaction to the world. Yeah. Maybe you could have that lady uh, go to Japan to carry the poop in the garden. <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go. Good. What would it be like to not go to any teachers for like six months? Not go to any teacher, not, not read any books, not do anything that would feed that side of you? or that would continue the role of being <coughs> the student. That could be Maybe it's it's needed. Yeah, maybe it's it's needed. Yes. Yeah. Well done. I'm so glad you recognized it. And then you'll see what's there. Right. Is there attachment to the role of being the the devotee, the disciple, the is there attachment to that role? Mm -hmm. and, and, and what, if anything, is there any stickiness around, okay, I'm on what I used to perceive as the other side of the fence. What does this feel like? Is there any stickiness here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, That's is, what, that needs to be seen. That is to be clearly. seen. Clearly. Because very, very clearly. That's your question. Because that's why I'm here. Because I don't see here. clearly. No, you yeah. don't. You're like, where am I? Do I need to yes. see? And it's like, there is an attachment to the disciple part. Mm. Being the students. So we're going to stop that. And mm. let the other one, let the other one show itself. And you'll find out if there's some, mm -hmm. some crazy idea about what that means to be yeah. the teacher only and no longer the disciple. And what does that mean? And is that empty too? Are they both empty? Can you move in and out of the two roles? Not right, the same. Right, 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 right. Yes. That's what you got to do. Thank you, Chad. Yeah, thank, you, thank you very much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Is it that time? Almost. Um, anybody got a quickie? <laughs> yes. Sure. I just I never want to hog the stage. Pardon? I don't want to hog the stage because I know some people haven't it's been. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. You're the last one before lunch, and nobody else was saying so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the the expression of pure perception, like I know with our senses, you know, our, our organs. Uh, they sustain, let's say, all right, sustained vision. But pure perception, is anything sustaining that? Like, how is that possible to perceive? It seems impossible from the movie side. 
like the you know the uh, yes it seems like, like the can I say the ego yes yeah. it is that's why it's a good pointer because it is impossible from the ego side like the per- pure perception just seems like a paradox to me it doesn't make any sense because uh-huh. nothing uh-huh. what's sustaining it uh-huh. okay what's sustaining it is a question from the movie side yes okay yeah uh-huh. I think that's why uh-huh. I don't like I, t- I know when I if in a, in a meditation there's something uh-huh. where the movie starts to die down like when we use the uh, analogy of um, the, the stills on a film yeah like that starts the, the gaps it's like a gap Mm-hmm. So that makes sense, but when, but I still, I think I'm still trying to make sense of it. Like, what is viewing from pure perception? It's, it's, a, it's an. I'm trying to find a word that's kind of clean enough. It's part of what pure consciousness does. So it's pointing the difference between the part, the perception that that it has me in the center as the reference point, me perceiving something, and it's in that labeled zone, right? And then we go back and we can see that, and then we can step back from the observer, from that I am, and perceiving. But there's no me doing it. There's no doer at all. There's no all that stuff has fallen down. There's nothing being seen, but there's perceiving. From the. But pure consciousness is doing it. Okay. So it's you as pure consciousness. Okay. Now, if, uh, my next thing then is I'll pull the rug under the identification with pure consciousness too. But it's good to get that stepping stone understood, felt, sensed, for you can recognize uh, perceiving, per- perceiving happens. It's like a non-labeling zone where there's no I, but yet there's some functioning going on. What's doing it? Pure consciousness is doing it. Because I think in a meditation, I get to a point where there's a space and that, and that uh, me or the ego is, is starting to die down, but I, I'm still, there's still a, a perceiver in the background, which seems much subtler, but am I still within consciousness? Is there it's still like a, a there still seems to be like a watching from the, like yeah. a silent watcher. But there still seems to be, I guess, like a labeling. Yeah. Okay. The silent watcher. That gets more subtle if mind doesn't... If... Yeah. That peters down into being just... Perceiving without it being something that's perceiving. When you're talking about the watcher, it's like something is perceiving. Yes. It's the perceiving on its own without something doing it. Wow. Yeah. It's a little out of reach so far. (laughs) It seems that way. That's the invitation. That's the invitation. It's like, okay, all right. So if your mind is looking at it, it has to say something is doing the watching. It has to. It's not seeing anything, so it's gotten rid of the labeling thing, but it still has the subject. Like the thing that's doing the watching. What you're saying almost seems like a a mirror between the ego and the non-ego. Yes. Like there seems to be like a bumping up of a reflection. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like a bit of a, a, bit of a, a shake, a wiggle. A, or Exactly. If a mind is like, 
has said, well, yeah, but there must be something watching it. Watching, even though we're not watching anything, it must be something. And it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, take away the thing that's doing the watching, because your mind is labelling that. The labelling has kind of compromised itself, and there's a little bit of labelling come with you. And I'm like, come from the other side of it. There's perceiving. Perceiving. And nothing is doing it. There's no perceiver. There's no perceiver. I think that's what I was struggling with because I feel like there's a there's has if there's pure perception there has to be a perceiver. That's logic. Okay. Drop logic yeah. and go into your capital K knowing. <laughs> <laughs> so capital K knowing is us just constant watching without labeling. And it's kind okay. of yeah. Uh, constant watching. It's kind of like it's softer. It's like I, I'm kind of interpreting that maybe constant watching is like very much in time and stuff. That watching happens all the time. If that makes it constant, then it's constant. Whether we realize it or not, Correct. or without our control. Correct. Okay. So, like, is that like the unconscious that it's constantly bringing things in, whereas our conscious is picking and choosing? Our, is it again? Is our unconsciousness, un, it's always sort of, uh, it's I like it's unbiased. Yes. I think choiceless awareness. I think yes. somebody referenced that yesterday with Krishnamurti. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 a, it's in, it is what helps us to recognize that zone of perception that is a prerequisite to something showing up. You know, it's on the trajectory, it's on the, it's on the conveyor belt, but it hasn't come into form yet. So from there, yes, there's, it's choiceless. There, it, 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 from there, it rolls, choicelessness rolls out, and if mind grabs, grabs onto the idea of free will, then it appears we've got choice. So it can only come from the ground, and it can't be grasped from... Yes, yes, yes. I'm using, here I'm using pure perception, and then the ego, or yes. whatever we want to call it. Yeah. yes. Yes. But you won't find it by bringing the mind with you. But if you drop into that still knowing, there it is. Okay. So there's no point of trying to figure out what the pure perception... No, because my mind will have to, is going to look... It has its box of labels and it wants to put its labels onto it. You see? That's yeah. what figuring out is. Yeah. Okay. It's more kind of just... Ah... Recognition. Ah, there it is. That's the sense of it. That's the feeling of it. That's it. And it's like, yeah, maybe there is nobody doing it. Oh, my mind can say there must be somebody doing it. And you'll feel the difference. You'll feel the switch. Okay. When mind comes in to like, but there must be a watcher. And it's like, that's logic. There is no logic in pure consciousness. Logic applies to the outside world. Has no place here. So even if we're not caught up in the labeling, but the labeling continues, is it still an extension of pure perception? You, yes, yes, but it feels like it's, it supports functioning only. Okay. It'll only come up from pure perception if it is enabling functioning. Yeah. Otherwise, pure perception has no interest at all in any other labels except to make functioning happen. How did this all start? <laughs> <laughs> or was there a beginning? Like, well, why, like, why does this even like, happen? Yeah, you see, you see, the beauty of it is if... if, if, if like the how and the whys are questions that work for mind in the mind-ego zone. 
It wants to know. It wants to know. It wants answers, and there must be cause and effect and a beginning and an end because that's how that world works, where it's equipped to deal with very well. But consciousness doesn't. It, it makes that world. Consciousness doesn't bow down to the rules of that world. It makes it. That's a product out of this abyss of consciousness. So, so like pure consciousness show you that well, it's not real. So when you start looking for those questions, you figure out that it's not real. I know That's this, not the answer that you get. I just, this question, I think, shows up a lot, probably in satsangs, but what's the point? But that's, I just, when I think about all this, I just think... So from mind, there's every point, because there's, there's six billion people, and we can do so much to soften suffering. So from mind, yeah, there's every point. From consciousness, it's like the idea that there is a point doesn't arise. That, that's what I mean. Like, what, what's it really... It doesn't arise. So it's not that there's no point. It's that the question doesn't fit. So the need for questioning and understanding and learning and all that stuff, it's just... Yeah. It's yeah. like saying, what am I going to do with my car today? And it's like, actually, I don't have a car here. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? It's like, where am I going to park my car? Where am I going? I have to find the answer. Where am I going to park my car? Hello. There's no car here. It's like that. You see? It's yeah. a question that just has no basis at all. There's no answer to it because the question is erroneous. So in pure consciousness, the question of what's the point is erroneous. It's like, it's... It's... it's so I can question or not question, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it, the, the question doesn't matter. Not because the answer doesn't matter. Yeah. Because a question could take on different forms and it's always a function of the, yes. the ego. or the, It's always a function the, of going towards the phenomenon. No matter world. how different and elaborate and all that stuff, it just keeps spinning out and that's it's right. the same thing. It's that's the same right. problem. That's right. Okay. And that's what, that's what those quirky new sciences, you know, quantum physics and stuff, that's what they're trying to deal with. It's like the phenomenal world of cause and effect and the part that we know is kind of spooky. It, it, it doesn't apply to those laws and can we bridge the gap? You know, and it's like, have fun, guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're too much locked up in the answers and the Sure, finite. because they, to make any of the theories acceptable, they have to go into cause and effect and proof. And they've lost it already because they've gone back into proof. You see? So yeah. th- that's the blip. I don't know how, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen yeah. there, but it's <laughs> but, funny, you know? It's like, yeah. all right, but we live, we live in, you know, in, in, um, in the spiritual world where it's, Everybody has to do it alone, and that's how come we found out about it. It's like, it's, it's a personal experience, but there's no personal there to experience it. You see? And I spoke to a scientist about this, and he said, but no, it is a personal experience. I'm saying it's not a personal experience. I have a capacity to experience that's not personal. And he said, that's garbage. It's your personal experience. You're going to say it happened to you. I'm like, if you want me to use dualistic language, I'll have to say that. Or I'll, I'll, what I could do is point you to it, and then you'll recognize what it is. And he said, that won't wash in science. I'm like, yep, okay. there we go. Yep. There we go. <laughs> so there it is again. That's the same thing again around how the, the two can't overlap because they're different languages, different ways of perceiving. It's perceiving itself is the issue. And science is a product of that perception, you see? And we're looking at actually breaking down perceiving and seeing what that is. Okay. I think that's clear. Yeah, great. Thank you. Sure. Okay, folks, we're going to have lunch.